Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Calise. With me, as always, is Jonathan Barron, and we are back for another day of Mets Minor League Baseball. It is a late night right now. Uh-huh. John and I just recorded Mets Up with Mark and James, the Mets Series Recap podcast that is available after every Mets Series Subway Series game. We've been here two days of just like sprint, sprint, sprint marathon work. Johnny Fireworks had some really great fireworks tonight. We don't have too much time, but I do have to ask John this. What's that? There were so many fireworks at the end of the Mets win tonight. Yes. Were you blowing off everything you had? I can confirm that is what happened. Yes. I said, <laughs> let it all hang loose. We have uh, many rounds. They're all sequences uh, ready to go for home runs. I think we're prepared for like seven home runs. The Mets didn't hit a home run tonight, but it didn't really matter. And almost in a way, it was better because when the Mets win the game, that's the big crescendo of the night. And we let it all hang loose. And it was a good vision. And it was a good time. And it was a good vibe. And I'm glad you asked because no one else put the two. You're an observant guy, Mr. Vito. Thank you. It, because it felt like fireworks night. I mean, like the fireworks were going off at the end of the game. Yeah. I got to take like pictures and videos and everything because we were doing so many. So yeah. when you see fireworks, think of John. And um, if you want to talk about some fireworks, let's talk about some of these players in the Mets player development system. Let's do night. it. I mean, it was a great night for the organization from top to bottom, quite frankly. There were five games that started today, and I say that because the FCL Mets were suspended on Tuesday. They completed that game. That was a loss, but the five games that were scheduled for today that actually happened, the Rumble Ponies were rained out. The Mets affiliates, including the Mets and their win against the Yankees, won all the games. So a great night in the organization. Wow. Yeah. That's that's thrilling. Yeah. Firework worthy, right? That's firework worthy. Now you can say the fireworks were all the teams. I guess there were. We had like six sequences, so there you go. <laughs> but we will kick this off because it is 101 in the morning, and we usually do these things at night, but this will be posted in about five and a half hours. <laughs> four and a half. Four and a half hours. Four and a half. Four and a half hours. If you have your early commute, we'll be waiting for you bright and early in the morning. <laughs> The Syracuse Mets. We start with the Syracuse Mets. They earned a 5-3 win against the Buffalo Bisons on Wednesday night. A few key things to note here. Number one, Ronnie Mauricio returned to the lineup, had an MRI on the ankle, back in the lineup, drew a couple of walks. Always good to see, exercising the patience at the plate. Luke Voigt tripled in his Syracuse Mets debut on Tuesday, hits his first Mets organizational home run on Wednesday, and that gives the Syracuse Mets three straight wins. So a nice little run the Syracuse Mets are putting together right now. And I do want to give a shout out to Buffalo Bisons fan, John Grady, who works for the Mets. Oh, yes. He is from the area. He has a Buffalo Bisons hat. Very proud fan of the Bisons. Is he a Buffalo uh, guy? He is a Buffalo guy, yeah. I, I didn't know that. He's I gotta, a Bills guy. He's a big Bills guy. I, I wonder if he's a Sabres guy. I got to text him tomorrow because he probably doesn't want to hear from he's me right now. He's weird with sports. He is, no, he's a, he's at K-Corner right now, so he's... Okay. He, he texted me during the podcast recording saying, hey, Corner's popping right now. They need you. Uh, I am <laughs> engaged. I am 30. I am not going to K-Corner, John. Um, but we are going to move on to the Binghamton Rumble Pony. Oh, wait, real quick. John yes. is a New Orleans Pelicans fan. Uh, he's a New Orleans Pelicans fan, so okay. sports are all over the place. Okay. I did want to say that yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. But next, Binghamton Bung- the Binghamton Rumble Ponies were rained out against the Portland Sea Dogs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on down the list to the Brooklyn Cyclones, who won 5-4 versus the Aberdeen Ironbirds. And I do want to say the Aberdeen Ironbirds do have a fire logo. Um, It is a very fun plane. Kind of reminds me of Pixar's planes or Pixar's cars, if you look at the eyes. 
But the moment that I want to talk about in this game is Billy Barrels, as we call him. William Lugo went two for five with another home run. That's two home runs in his last three games. And when this happened, I ran from the social media booth over into the control room looking for John. He wasn't in there. I asked, where's John? Is John in the fireworks control room? I, I actually asked that, John. I thought you were in center field. They yeah. said, no, he's just doing something right now. I ran out. I see John in the hallway, and I go, John, you know who's coming up in the podcast tonight? It's Billy Barrels who had another home run. And then John was like, what? Uh, okay, and then ran to the kitchen. I needed to get something to eat. William Lugo, the last home run he hit was that clutch go-ahead home run on Sunday. So William Lugo continues to rake, like we've talked about, young, versatile, big boys, William Lugo, definitely a Met or a young we Met prospect. We love thick boys. We certainly do. Definitely a Met prospect to keep an eye on in the coming months. Another Met prospect who had another big game, Omar De Los Santos, three for five on Wednesday night. Now hitting 306 in 12 games this month. So you mentioned it on yesterday's episode, whatever day that was. They're all blending together a little bit right now, but we'll get back on track <laughs> eventually. The 2022 Florida State League MVP definitely seems to have found his bearings in the Sally League his first year in that league. Omar De Los Santos continues to have success. And another guy we mentioned on last night's or yesterday mornings, again, however you want to categorize it episode, DeAndre Smith, the infielder from USC. He had two hits on Tuesday, followed it up with a four-for-four four performance on Wednesday night. So just adding another name of the guys to keep an eye on day in and day out on that Brooklyn Cyclones team. And another guy that was brought up on a recent episode, it was our YouTube episode that was mm -hmm. also in an audio stream. Brendan Hardy struck out two hitters. He has a 47.8 whiff rate, struck out 19 of 38 batters faced. And I wouldn't say... Thick boy in the William Lugo sense. Yes. But he is a fit kid. He is. And we talked to him in spring training. We did. And one very interesting thing that he said to us is that he had a growth spurt later in his life. You know, I probably stopped growing when I was 16, 17. I don't know about you. Brendan Hardy said he grew three inches, I think, as a freshman in college, if I'm not mistaken. But later in life, and he said that it took him a while to learn how to use those levers with his newfound height. He's definitely found it. Right now, he's running a 50% strikeout rate. You mentioned 19 of 38. I'm not comparing him to this player, but that's the kind of dominance that we saw from a guy named Edwin Diaz at the major league level last season. So Brendan Hardy continues since he's started his season for the Cyclones to dominate opposing hitters. And nice guy. Me and him talked a little about the movie Creed. We both right. liked it. He really liked Creed 3. I think he had just seen it or he was excited for it. it I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he, it had come out and he was excited about it. He loved it. I saw Creed 3. I loved it. We're running out of uh, room on this roadcaster, oh, no. so we're going to move on to the next thing. The St. Lucie Mets beat the Palm Beach Cardinals, whopping them 10 to 1. Mm -hmm. Wilfredo Lara, Jet Williams, Junior Tillian, and Vincent Peroza all had multiple hits. Jet Williams also walked two times, has a 400 OBP in his last 11 games. Yeah, and those are the four guys that we've been talking about ad nauseum with the St. Lucie team, and I feel like that's kind of a theme of this episode, is the guys that we've been talking about in the recent days continuing to put forth good performances, no matter what the level is, that's the same case with the St. Lucie Mets. Additionally, on the pitching side of things, a guy we have not mentioned yet, Saul Garcia, in relief. So Leonel Ovaya is a name that we've mentioned many times on this podcast. Started the game as an opener, clean inning. 
Saul Garcia was the bulk man. Excuse me. It's now 1.15 or so, and I'm falling apart vocally and mentally and emotionally. <laughs> he is a, a cousin or a relative of Wilmer Flores's. So Mets fans who love Wilmer Flores, we all do. There is a family member of the Flores family in the Mets organization. It's Saul I wouldn't Garcia. say Mets fans who love Wilmer Flores. That just means Mets fans. That's because right. Because all Mets fans love Wilmer Flores. Of course, he's actually playing very well for the San Francisco Giants right now. But Garcia, six strikeouts today. Another guy to keep an eye on, a big strikeout arm. So remember that name. And Steven Ridings pitched as well for the St. Lucie Mets as he continues to work his way back on a rehab assignment like Jose Quintana on Tuesday. And the FCL Mets won 4-0 versus the FCL Nationals. In the, regular in the regularly scheduled game, they lost game one, 6-5. Biggest standout from this one is Ernesto Mercedes with another good outing. Now has eight straight scoreless innings pitched to start the season. Yep, just another one of those arms that the Mets have, have cultivated down to the lower levels of the minor league system. Um, the Mets have really done a good job of, of scouting and are starting to develop Hard throwers that miss bats. I mean, it seems like a pretty straightforward uh, strategy, but look, it's 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 not linear, Vito. We're going to say it again. It's That's not linear. Thing. Player development is not linear. Now, I, John, do you think, I feel like our energy is so manic and chaotic right now yeah. because we're both exhausted and we're both tired, so we have this really insane, chaotic energy to just stay awake. Do you think this is appropriate for people to wake up to? I think that this is the cup of coffee that everyone needs in the morning. And if you're a coffee drinker, iced, not iced, if you are drinking iced coffee, a quick PSA, not too much ice, guys, because the coffee place, the Starbucks, the Dunkin', the Bodega, the nice local bakery, they're going to rip you off. They're, they're giving you less of what you're paying for, guys. John and I are all about no ice in the iced coffee. We go in there, we say no ice. You know why? It's already cold. They're ripping you off. You get a fountain drink, no ice. And Ryan, who sometimes films a podcast, gave us a tip. You didn't hear this, John. Let's hear it. You were talking to somebody else. I don't put milk in my coffee, so this isn't big for me. Mm. But if you put milk in your coffee. Yeah, a little almond milk. Milk ice cubes. Do they, does milk freeze? He said you make milk ice cubes. I mean, obviously milk freezes. You make ice cream. I'm trying to think. There was a second of silence. Don't worry, the podcast didn't cut out. I'm just trying to think right here. Does milk freeze? I'm going to Google I mean, it. I guess it does. Does milk freeze? Milk Most ice cubes. Most milk is freezable. Most, Most milk is freezable. So that doesn't... Milk is freezable. You can make milk ice cubes. I've never thought about that, and I'm kind of skeeved up. Are you going to try it? You know, I moved to Brooklyn recently, and my old apartment had an ice maker in the freezer, and this one doesn't. So my wife, my wonderful wife, got this very neat thing on Amazon. It makes these small little ice balls. But it's manual. It's manual labor intensive, and I'm probably not going to put a bunch of milk. I can't even tell you the last time I drank like milk from a cow. Honestly, I drink almond milk. Now. I, I love almond milk. I'm not an oat milk guy. But also, but what like, about dairy milk, like real milk? I, no, I mean like I'm an adult. Like I mean like I'm not just going to drink a glass of milk at night. Like, Is that, that not an adult like, thing? I mean I haven't. It, it hurts my my stomach. It seems childish. What would you do if somebody came over to your apartment? And you said, "What can I get you to drink?" And they said, "A glass of milk." I'd kick that person. It out. depends on what it, it's with. Like if it's I'd a, tell if, that person you got to get to sleep. You got school in the morning. If kid. you're if you're serving a, a a decadent chocolate cake, I I feel like you do need milk to go along with that, right? No, I drink. I just drink water. I don't like to drink my calories though. You're drinking water with a with a yeah. very rich like chocolate chocolate yeah. fudge. I don't like to drink my calories. I find it a waste. Do you drink almond milk straight, or is that like no. just in your cereal almond or milk a is smoothie? Just, 
just in my cereal or a smoothie. It's a compliment. I also drink. I also eat a lot of cereal dry because I don't like to drink my calories. Drinking calories is the new smoking, John. I think sitting is the new smoking, Vito. I know. I was referencing you. It's something oh, you okay. said. But we are almost out of memory on this thing, and I don't want it to die. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, review, follow us at Mets Player Dev on Instagram and Twitter. When I say us, I mean that very loosely. Janie runs that account. She does an amazing job. She's the best. She's the best. We love Janie. We love everybody from social media. You know what? Let's just give everybody from there. Will, Claire, Janie. Hannah. Hannah. New Claire. Amanda kind of edits for them. Then there is there is um, Kelly. Kelly. TikTok specialist. That's right. There is Perry, their new associate. That rhymes. Everybody. Sort of. We love you, social media. We love you, listeners of Future of Flushing. Tell your friends about it. Keep listening. Follow along for the morning updates. We're almost out of time. See you in the future. Goodbye. Let's go Mets.